Hey, Brittany. Hey, back at it again with the podcast. Yeah, it's been a minute, but we are back with a brand new movie. We watched Ant-Man. And the Wasp, or just Ant-Man? Ant-Man, Quantumania. Okay, all right. The Wasp was in it. It, She was. um, (laughs) Yeah, no, the first one's Ant-Man. It's Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I guess, yeah, this one is Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And the Quantumania. Quantumania, uh, not the quantum. Quantumania is not a right, character. Right. It's just the anyway. Anyway, we, we watched the new Ant Man in theaters. Yeah, and you know it's a Marvel movie. Um, if you've ever heard of one of those, you've watched the Marvel movies before. What do you mean by that? I'm attempting to make a joke right oh. now since they're so popular. Yeah, <laughs> basically that you know Marvel movies kind of have a a script to them or like a a plot line in that like there's a superhero there's a bad guy someone wins usually it's the superheroes but sometimes they don't like endgame um infinity war oh dang it yeah almost (laughs) but that that kind of is the point is that we have so much of these movies and this is just the next one in line we have two more this year there are three last year and the three last year were just not up to par with what I was expecting. This whole post-Endgame um, era of Marvel movies has been very like disappointing. Oh, so the three that came out last year mm-hmm. were Doctor Strange. That wasn't the first one, though, right? That was Doctor Strange 2. No, I mean, that wasn't the first movie that came out. That was. That was the first release okay, of the so year. Okay, so Doctor Strange and then the uh, Red Witch one. That's Doctor Strange. Oh. <laughs> Guys, you can tell I really pay attention to this franchise. I am plugged into Marvel, obviously. You are I but I feel like you're proving the point I'm making is that like we're there's so much Marvel and it's all just kind of getting blended oh, together. Yeah. I mean like the show, the movie, and then the show that's about like what if this happened in the movie? And I was like, this it's too much. It's yeah. too much. But anyway, Doctor Strange, which is also the Red Witch movie. Yes. Um, let's see if I can name the rest of them. Black Panther. You know, without yeah, the Black which one? Panther. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wakanda Forever, Wakanda yeah. Forever. Yeah. Um, and man, what did I see the other one? Yeah, we okay. did see it. Okay, okay. Um, I'm blanking. I don't know. I Come on, love, you got this. Oh shoot. Love? Huh. I don't know. Is that a hint? Thor Love and Thunder. Ah, (laughs) Thor! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried. Yeah. I tried. I mean, like, it proves a great point that they weren't that interesting to to me as a non, like, Marvel follower. Mm -hmm. But even for you, who, like, you really get into the Marvel Marvel movies, I know a lot of our friends are, too. Like, it sounds like they weren't all that great for you guys. Yeah, well, after a 10-year period, over 20 movies, like, it becomes an investment. Mm-hmm. And with such a great execution of the Infinity Saga, with Endgame and Infinity War, that just leaves a lot of expectations for this next thing that they're doing, and it just hasn't delivered. I don't know what they're planning on doing, but this is what makes Ant-Man so big, is that we're getting like our official big bad, our new Thanos, and setting up the big epic Avenger movies to come. Yeah, and to be clear, it is not Thanos that we're setting up, right? You mean Big Bat as in, like, the villain. 
Yeah, the big villain that brings all the Avengers together. That is what I mean. How do you know that, though? How do you know that the... Because they've told us that. Oh. Um, the next two Avenger movies are literally called the Kang Dynasty, who is one of the characters in Ant-Man. Okay. And then the other one is called Secret Wars, which also involves heavily with Kang. Okay. Yeesh. Cool. Okay, well... Um, so Ant-Man, yeah. <laughs> tell us what Ant-Man is about. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. It is the third <laughs> installment. That's not of... the official title, by the way. That is the title that we are calling it: Ant Man and the Wasp and the Quantum. That's World. the actual title: Ant Man and the Wasp and Quantum Mania. Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania. Colon. Quantum Mania. Okay. Well. Or it might be the Ant-Man marketing was terrible. If that's the real name of the movie, as you could tell, this <laughs> movie left some sort of impression. Anyway, it's the third. It's the third Ant Man movie. Okay. And it is like the 30th film of the entire Marvel series or whatever. So pretty much we are following Scott Lang after the events of Endgame. This is the first time we're seeing him after the big movie. And he is kind of like living a pretty good life with this novel he just released, talking about how like he was one of the saviors of the world because, (laughs) again, what happened in Endgame. So he's kind of riding this high. His daughter, Cassie, I believe... Mm -hmm who's like late teens now, maybe 17, 18 years old. It's kind of in and out of trouble, which is a new thing for us because we don't know this character that well. She was like six or something like that. or mm-hmm. She's much younger in the other movies. Mm-hmm. So we have her as a character. We also have the Wasp. Um, I'm blinking of her name. We have the Wasp character and her parents, uh, Hank Lang and Janet. Not Hank Lang. Or Hank Pym. There you go, Pym. Pym. Him. Wow. <laughs> so much Marvel information. Uh, we have the we have the like the regular cast with the addition of um, Scott's daughter. They're like in I. They're all like a group now, and pretty much Cassie has been working on this device to get in touch with the quantum realm, which is. The quantum realm is do your best the small <laughs> explanation of what the quantum realm is. The quantum realm is it pretty much is like an actual theoretical place, according to physics, where it's just like the the area where things are so microscopic, like past the point of an atom. So it's a very, 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 very tiny universe you could think about it like. So Cassie's pretty much been developing this technology to get in contact with that. And when she shows it off, um, she sends a signal down there and something responds back and pretty much pulls them into the quantum realm, Mm -hmm. quantum mania or something. It's called the quantum realm. They get pulled into the quantum realm. Okay. And that's pretty much where things get kicked off and then as we're in the quantum realm we're trying to figure out what's going on down there who's this conqueror they're talking about and how do they get out so that's pretty much the premise Mm -hmm. of Mm ant-man and um it was interesting to me that you said that that is not what you thought the movie was going to be about based on the trailer that's a good point yeah so did you see the trailer no no. Okay. It sounds like I didn't even see the movie at this <laughs> <Right>? point. <laughs> so the 
so yeah, uh, the trailer, pretty much what I described. However, there's this one particular moment in the trailer where we get to meet Kang. It, it reveals Kang. Mm-hmm. He's who's the, already been revealed, right? Like, yeah, you he were was. He's, yeah. He was in one of the shows, right? He's in. He makes an appearance in one of the shows, but he was also just flat out announced at one of like the conventions where they announce the Marvel movies. So they just told us flat out, like this is yeah. going to be. That sounds kind of like boring. Yeah. Well. I don't know. It's I people... kind of preferred Thanos, and I was just like, "Who is Thanos?" Hmm. And I had no idea who Thanos was. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, the same thing happened with Thanos. We got oh. little hints of him at the end of the first Avengers. Well, that's what I mean. He wasn't just flat out announced, was he? I don't yeah. believe. He I mean, was. it was like teasers at the end of end credits and stuff like that. But that was way more interesting. Be like, oh yeah, that guy. Okay, cool. Yeah, and now and... everyone's just like, yeah, it's going to be Kang. And I'm like, okay, who the heck is Kang? Like, <laughs> well, this makes it way less interesting for me. <laughs> that is one of the criticisms which we could talk about later is how they present Kang. But yeah. in the trailer, uh, Scott and Kang meet, and Kang actually offers Scott this uh, deal that he could actually give back the time he lost with his daughter, with this family. He'd get back Because the... Scott was zapped? Scott was trapped in the quantum realm during the snap. Oh. And he comes back out of the quantum realm five years later. Okay. Which kicks off everything in Endgame for them to go back in time. Got it. Yeah. Okay, okay. So So he lost a lot of time with his daughter, basically. And so Kang was like, I'll give you back this time with your daughter if you give me what? If you help me out, if you help me out of the quantum realm. Okay, so, so that, Kang is trapped in the quantum realm. Correct. Okay. Yes. So that is what the trailer is saying. And in the movie, Kang gets trapped in the quantum realm. He actually meets Janet, the original Wasp, and she learns who Kang really is, so she prevents Kang from leaving. Mm-hmm. So that is why he's trapped in there until everybody gets pulled back into the quantum realm. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that was the case for the movie. That That plot point that they show in the trailers not in there at all what, and what do they do instead um kang is just a bad guy and he really wants to get out so he tries to get out by any means he makes really harsh threats to people to scott like do this for me or else this is gonna happen he yeah. like threatens his family and it's yeah. just like oh so he's a bad guy yeah and that that was a little disappointing that yeah. they kind of took that away because I felt like that would have been more interesting. Well, it was just kind of cheap. It was like, it, it, he's like, you know, I need you to go retrieve this nucleus thing um, so I can get out of the quantum realm or I'm going to kill your daughter. And it's just like, okay, well, obviously he's going to do that. Like, obviously he's going to help you. Like, mm-hmm. you're threatening his daughter. But like, in the ser- scenario you're talking about that they teased potentially in the trailer, um, it seemed more of like a, um, a real moral conflict of like okay do it's it's not clear whether or not he scott would say yes or no like right. because it's like okay if i do this i will get this time back that i lost with my child who to your point when we met her she might have been in her mm-hmm. elementary years and now she's and you know soon to be an adult and getting arrested and stuff so yeah um that's kind of more of a, a moral conflict of like do i do this and for selfish reasons mostly Mm -hmm. and to benefit my relationship with my kid and it puts her help a bad guy 
But like, obviously, it's like, well, if you don't do this, I'm going to kill your daughter. It's like, well, that's not interesting. Yeah, well, obviously, <laughs> he's not going to let that happen. So yeah, he's just going to do it. Yeah. And they, they, that is the reason why I really liked Captain America Civil War, because Captain America essentially is going against the Avengers. <sighs> He's going against the Avengers, but he's, like, going against the government. He's going against what he thinks is not a good idea and what he believes is moral. So it's a lot more gray. And I feel like they could have had a chance to do that in this film. Um, But it's just (laughs) a little bit more straightforward. But that didn't necessarily take away... Well, it did take away. Um, It was distracting to you because you obviously noticed it. I noticed it after the matter, though. But while I was watching the movie, I still enjoyed it quite a bit. Um... Scott played by Paul Rudd. Love Paul Rudd. Great comedic actor, and he's no different in this movie. I thought he was hilarious. I mean, Paul Rudd gives, he brings, you mentioned this before, but like he brings a really sense, like he like brings a freshness to the MCU mm-hmm. that doesn't really exist with without him. Like there is no other really good comedic relief. Like I would say that Doctor Strange had some funny lines, but he's playing it straight. He's not trying to be funny. He just, mm-hmm. I don't know. He's just really serious and like it, it's kind of funny. And they play up Thor a little too much for me. Like Love yeah. and Thunder, I was like, I'm not enjoying this. They did a great job in Ragnarok. It was refreshing. It was like, that was funny. But again, it's not as naturally funny as like having a comedian or a comedic character like mm-hmm. Paul Rudd in the franchise. Yeah. Because he's kind of the only one. The only like person that comes from comedy, right? I think so. Yeah, and it's it's refreshing because you expect Paul Rudd to be funny, and he is. So you know, it it's nice to. I don't really care for a lot of the. I don't know what to call them. Like they're not origin stories movies, but like the sidebar movies. I I prefer the movies where all the Avengers are together, or at least a few of them are together. Okay. Oh well, Chris Pratt, but he's not really a comedian. He just does funny really well. He so yeah, actually Chris Chris Pratt I think was really best known for a comedic role he did for Parks and Rec, but he's oh, actually yeah. he's yeah, ba- actually been in a lot of other movies that are fairly serious like Moneyball, Zero Dark Thirty, stuff like that where he's not okay trying to be funny. He's just versatile. So yeah, I stand I stand firm that yes, Paul Rudd is like right. the main like person from comedy in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot where I was going with that, but anyway. He's funny. (laughs) He's funny, (laughs) and he's funny in the movie. But he uh, he does have some moments where he's he delivers on the drama. At least I felt it Mm. when he feels that his family is threatened and what he has to do. When he's just up against the big bad, when he's going up against Kang, um, I I really felt him delivering a pretty solid performance about like protecting his family and trying to stop him unlike stuff they did with Thor mm-hmm. where it's just every everything is a joke and I just had no tension but Paul Rudd did that for me in this movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's cool yeah um also thought Cassie did well the actress who played Cassie um she was pretty funny too they thought she did fine um people aren't enjoying her though why do you say that uh people feel that she's miscast and it just didn't work for the film. But I didn't have a problem Did with the, it. the people have suggestions on who they thought would be better? 
Well, a lot. Okay, when I say people, these are just different reviews that I've read. Oh. So I don't have like a specific person or name. This is like just stuff I've seen on Reddit and a couple review channels, stuff like that. Uh, the general audience who did not like it, <laughs> um, there was an actress that was used for Endgame, but it was a very, very small role. It literally just for the same character. Yes. It's when he like showed up at the door, right? The front yeah, door. Yeah. Correct. Okay. I mean, that brings us to an interesting point. You mentioned, which is part of the reason why I was more interested in uh, recording this movie for an an episode of the podcast. You mentioned that this movie was being the worst received of the Marvel films. I believe it is currently either the worst rated or second to last following Eternals. Oh, yeah. Eternals was like snooze fest. <laughs> Man. <laughs> it was a long movie, I guess. <laughs> um, why, why do you think that is? Like, why do, why do you think people didn't like this? I mean, and like, truthfully, I think that's unfair. And mm-hmm. I promise I did see this movie. It may sound like I didn't, but I did see this movie. And I would say that Doctor Strange was terrible. This, the one that we just watched last okay. year. Okay. Yeah. Did not like that. I would even say, and like, don't come for me, but I really did not like Wakanda Forever. Okay. So. Okay, okay, okay. I would say that this movie was definitely better than both of those <laughs> and definitely better than, you know, Love and Thunder. So I agree with you that it's, I've enjoyed this one more than anything that I've seen from Marvel since Endgame. Sure. That's, okay. That's the, la- the last Avengers movie, Endgame. Yeah, Endgame yeah. marked like the end okay. of an yeah. era. Yeah. And I'm not even sure I remember that I liked that one. So <laughs> so anyway, why do you think that uh-huh. it, it's uh, being received so poorly? So that that's kind of hard to say. For me personally, I thought the movie was fine. It was enjoyable. But I think a lot of people are really upset with the decisions made concerning Kang. So he is supposed to be the next big bad. He's supposed to be like the next Thanos. And people who know his character feel like he wasn't represented well in this. He didn't feel that bad. He felt sleepy. Uh-huh. I thought he was okay. sleepy. <laughs> I thought he was bored. <laughs> he was, he talked so softly and like, maybe that's, that's just what um, the, the actor, Jonathan majors, majors yeah. is going for in that he's just a very like cool, calm and collected villain, but it was giving, he didn't get eight hours last night. Uh-huh. In my opinion. Interesting take. <laughs> okay. That's just my opinion. A sleepy performance. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I, I've read that people really didn't enjoy the CGI aspect that's prevalent in the movie. The, the movie takes place in a world that's smaller than Adam's, and there's, like, really weird things going on. It's supposed to exist outside of space and time. So... A lot of it is CGI. There's a lot of like weird looking alien creatures, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I think people didn't like the over reliance on that. Yeah, it was very like sci fi weird for me. And yeah. I think that's why a lot of the origin stories and the, the individual superhero movies lose me mm-hmm. because many of them are scientists, engineers something like that by nature mm-hmm. or magicians, whatever Dr. Strange is. And so it, it's very like, it comes off kind of sci-fi and I really don't like sci-fi. 
I don't like aliens. Okay. I don't like, you know, so it just, it really just lost me when they went to the quantum quantum realm. I was, I was thinking, man, this is going to be a long movie oh <laughs> because my. all of the aliens come out and they have this one really funny part. And again, Paul Rudd lends his, his humor lends to the movie really well, because if this was like a, a straight movie of like, Doctor Strange or something like that. Mm -hmm. it, I couldn't handle it. it it'd be hard to do this movie where it'd be played serious. Yeah. 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 So when they first um, get a, like abducted by some of the aliens and they're speaking gibberish and you know they're yelling at him and then his daughter's like his daughter's like drink the goo or something like that and and he drinks the goo and all of a sudden he can like hear everybody mm -hmm. and and the the one guy asks him like how many holes do you yeah. have. <laughs> I, I love that part, though. I thought that whole sequence was hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> but yeah, you got all these like weird alien creatures. It kind of felt like Star Wars at point. Um, I saw a lot of references to like Rick and Morty, how weird that can be. Mm. And yeah, it was really weird, but also kind of like very sci-fi. Yeah. 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 So people didn't like that, and they didn't really like Kang. But Kang has been in one of the shows before, right? Yeah, he, he does make appearance in one of the shows. Was he, and you don't want to give away what show that is? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I could. Okay, well, we don't have to, but at this point, if you haven't heard and if you haven't watched it, like, what are you waiting for? Or maybe you're just like me and you don't care. So Okay, I guess he, we could do a spoiler. Yeah. So, okay, so Kang shows up <laughs> at in the show. Okay, so Kang is revealed officially in Loki. Okay, so in Loki is he also sleepy or was he no. better perceived in that show he so loki's the best received show and a large part of that is i think that reveal of kang mm -hmm. now it is shown in the show that he is one variant of many yeah he's a, that's also shown in the movie like there's like they talk lots about and that. lots of kings yeah that and is... in the movie he's like i'm trying to stop myself like it almost tries to make it seem like this kang was a good kang and the other Kangs are all bad Kangs. That's what I was getting from it. I was like, is he trying to stop himself from like conquering other places? That's I couldn't a, really yeah. tell what his mission was. He just wanted out of the quantum realm. Yeah, so the big reveal in Loki is that we have this guy. We don't actually get his name, but it's Kang. And he's talking about how he's maintaining the timeline but there's different versions of himself that want to break the timeline and, like, fight each other. So he pretty much gives them this, uh, Loki, this opportunity, like, hey, do you want to take over for me? Because I'm really tired. I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> and he's really, like, sporadic and goofy and jumping around. Like, he, he actually is more, like, funny and comedic mm. in his actions. So complete opposite of what they're doing in this movie. But they're supposed to be two different characters, mm -hmm. essentially. Mm -hmm. So, I was really interested in seeing what they do here, and I did like his performance. I love this like coldness. This, um, like he was a villain. He was like a really, um, he was pretty heartless. He was just there. Like, you go. But yeah, again, heartless. Like, there was no like passion behind it. You know, like okay. Thanos had a mission. <laughs> Thanos, he felt passionately about this having half the population thing. Yeah, he was very clear from the start of what his goal was. He didn't care about his children. He didn't care about... He was. He <laughs> had a mission. Man, Kang 
no, not not feeling it. So that, but I really like Jonathan Majors, and I am here for him. I'm so glad that he had two blockbusters drop this season. Like that is very cool. Oh, he's so hot. He's, good. Hot. He, yeah. he's only 33. He's yeah, he's kind of a youngin. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. So pretty much the. Here's the thing about Thanos. We really got to know Thanos in Infinity War. Infinity War was essentially about Thanos. His mission, his uh, motivations, all that. We got to learn all that in about two and a half hours. This movie, it's two hours. The first half is Ant-Man and the gang. And then Kang gets peppered in Mm -hmm. towards the end. And we just don't get enough. So I could see why that doesn't work for a lot of people. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, knowing... Kind Especially of, if you didn't watch the show yeah. that he's in. I didn't watch Loki, so... I mean, they they kind of briefly go over it, too. Mm-hmm. He, he he talks about it. There's a moment where, like, have all these, like, funny-looking light streams going on. That's the same thing in the show. Mm-hmm. So they, they kind of explain it there, but... Yeah, I, I can understand, especially if you know who King is, like, what he's capable of. This is a kind of a lackluster portrayal of him maybe it's like meant to like you know leave you wanting for more and in that vein what do you think so what's the next movie that's coming out for marvel and they usually do like february may so it's may guardian guardians of the galaxy guardians is the next one love that mm-hmm. hopefully that'll be good but it's kind of sad that like marvel's kind of i don't know maybe it's just because we're too critical of movies but like marvel's kind of it used to be like oh you're going to see a marvel movie like it's gonna be good you know it's just a matter of like is it your thing? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good movie. You know? It was like an event. Yeah. yeah. It was, and now it's it like, oh gosh, we got to go see this movie and I hope they don't bomb it. You know? So nope. I'm really like, I want to be looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy, but I'm really worried they're going to bomb it. <laughs> I think I'd say that Guardians should be good just because of how the other ones turned out, which I know is not like a good metric to use considering, right. but uh, we have uh, um, the same director and everything. So, like, I, I feel more confident in that. But I just, I just feel like we don't have like a lot of direction. And I was really looking forward to the second Doctor Strange movie, and that just totally underdelivered for same thing. Wakanda special case scenario. I feel Very like special case. Yeah. So I think they did well with what they have. But well, yeah, they, it's hard. They didn't have. <laughs> There you go. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that part. So it's, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of not looking forward to it. Yeah. Same and I you. mean, the, it's like Marvel fatigue. That should be a new, a new like phrase, Marvel fatigue, because they have the shows you have to keep up with and they have all the movies coming out and like this, that, and the other. It's just like, I miss it when it was just like, you get three movies a year and that's all you got. Mm-hmm. And that's all you have to, you know, pay attention to. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what do you think, uh, where do you think the, do you know where the direction is going based on, like, the announcements they've made, or, made, or like, where do you think they're going with Kang, like, what his storyline is going to be, and how everything's going to come together? Uh, they're setting up Secret Wars, which sounds like a lot. <laughs> they're pretty much setting up for the next Avenger movie, so we have this introducing Kang. I'm not sure what Guardians is going to do. Um, we have the Marvels later in the year. That's the third one we're getting. So the second Captain Marvel movie. Is she getting married? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Oh, why is it um, called the Marvels? 
because <laughs> we're getting like two more Marvels or something like that, or oh, okay. Marvels. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, okay. and I'm kind of willing to like just let them tell me what's going on, so mm-hmm. I don't have any expectations. But yeah. uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see. They're. I think I think the Avengers movie comes out in 2025, so we still have another year of movies. Oh, two years, really. Two years. Um, what do you like expect? I feel like I'm interviewing you at this point. Mm-hmm. What... Go on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect out of a Marvel movie? Like, I it seems like when we go see one, you especially recently, you are most often disappointed in one way or another. Um, so, what is it that you expect when you see a Marvel movie that you're not getting recently? If you look at the Infinity Saga, the first twenty movies. At all twenty, <laughs> look at them all at the same time. The first twenty movies, <laughs> some of them are just set setups um, for characters, which you're going to need if you're going to make an ensemble film like Avengers. But after the second Avengers, we every single movie was building up to what was going to happen in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Infinity War contained a lot of things that were already set up in previous movies. Mm-hmm. So with these, I feel like I'm just getting set up movies that aren't going anywhere mm-hmm. and the... which is what fairly what you got in the first phase too. yes you just didn't know that's what you were getting so follow-up question hold on hold that thought mm-hmm. let's compare there's what are they called phases phases yeah okay so the first phase of 20 movies where we get iron man oh, that's saga sorry sagas whatever okay <laughs> the first 20 movies like let's say we're getting iron man in like the early 2000s we're getting like 50 different incredible hulk movies we're getting like you know spider-man with one actor and then another spy- like okay mm-hmm. so l- we weren't expecting infinity war in the early 2000s so let's say that like what if we went into these Marvel movies now without the expectation of the next Infinity War, or mm-hmm. the next whatever big war, Secret Wars? Is that it? Secret Wars. Yeah. Okay. So like, oh, another question. Do you think that that's what the movie is called, or it's just a Secret War? Like we're not. That is know. the official. Okay. Title. All right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so what if we are just what? What if we just watch these you know, beginning of the next phase movies like we did in the early two thousands of like not expecting it to build up to something? Would they then be good movies? They would be more enjoyable. Yeah. However, we got sequels. Okay? We got sequels out of some part of this. We have established characters that we're getting more of. Yeah. But those characters, by all means, they're not the same as they were. Yeah. One of the big criticisms of Thor is that, like, he didn't learn anything. This Thor is not the same Thor from Endgame because he hasn't learned anything. He's, like, being destructive and he's kind of being, like, an idiot. And the movie's just trying way too hard to be funny. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, we're supposed to be getting pretty much this idea of alternate realities. And we go through three and end up in one where we kind of have like this just half-ass plot line to ultimately to ultimately go nowhere with something. It just that that it's it's a big letdown because it's not building up to anything. I feel like we're just taking these side quests just to keep our attention until we could actually start setting up something which Ant-Man and some of the shows are doing. Yeah. So that I think that's the biggest um crutch about it is that uh we are bringing in established characters 
that really aren't doing much for us or doing for the overall story. Um, I don't hold that against Eternals. I don't hold that against Shang-Chi and Ant-Man. Oh, Shang-Chi is... was good too. We forgot to say we like Shang-Chi. No, like, I like Shang-Chi yeah. and I liked Ant-Man so far. Spider-Man was fine. Mm. Spider-Man was fine. Mm. Hot take. It was fine. It was fine, really. Like, if you take out the nostalgia, it, the movie's just kind of mid. It is. Wow. Yeah. You're fired up today. Go ahead and quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, yeah, the, Marvel is just really, it's not exciting anymore. The movies aren't doing much. I think they're trying way too hard to be funny. And there's just, like, not a lot of direction. I think that's really hurting them, the show. I'm not the only one who feels this way either. I wouldn't doubt it. And yet... We will all continue to go see their movies anyway. Oh, absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> Please, keep taking our money, even though you're making garbage. <laughs> oh, man. Anything, uh, any other thoughts on Ant-Man and the Wasp in the Quantum Realm? Or whatever the movie uh, is called. I get what, we could call it Ant-Man 3, I guess, as we're <laughs> wrapping this up. Um, I, I, I just say that, like, it's enjoyable. It's fine. It's, it's a fine movie. I think. It's not egregious. And, like, that's saying a lot considering we came from Doctor Strange and Love and Thunder. So. Thor, yeah, Thor Love and Thunder I think has been the worst movie of this saga. Um, I, I still don't know if it's as bad as Thor 2. Thor 2 is not very good. I heard that. I don't think I've ever seen yeah. it. But yeah. And I enjoyed The Eternals much more than both of those movies. So by no means do I think Ant-Man is the worst or one of the worst. Of this glowing review from Christian Horsley. It's <laughs> fine, everybody. <laughs> well, tell us what you guys thought of Ant Man and uh, what you think is going to happen with Marvel. Yeah, any hot takes, please share. Yeah. Good talking to you. <laughs>